Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. of Israel, Jews here in America, you are losing the public relations war on our own turf. Who would have ever thought that in a city like New York, the media capital of the world, with creative people galore, Jews and Gentiles, who support the state of Israel, that you would be outflanked, out-hustled, and the pro-Palestinian demonstrations would actually be more creative and innovative than your oldie moldy demonstrations. Justin Ellick, uh, you remember when you were at that first uh, unity demonstration in Doc Hamashel Plaza, you were there trying to snack on all the young Jewish girls, right? I know that. That's why you went. So... The Jews filled up Dag Hammarskjöld Plaza as they've done before. They were summoned by the UJA, JCRC, oldie moldy organizations that said that they were having a unity rally right in the shadow of the United Nations. There was no unity. First off, there were no conservative uh, Jewish groups present, and they had all of their uh, uh, organizations uh, that were involved on a banner. Not one of them was conservative. They had no Republicans up on the stage speaking. They had Eric Adams. They had Kathy Crimewave Holcomb. And they had Tish James. I stood right to the side of the stage and I said, you know, you, you couldn't have, oh, we're not going to let you talk. I get it. You don't want to offend Eric Adams. But what about Lee Zeldin, who was the former congressman, proud Zionist, Jew, right? who should go up there and basically represent Republicans from New York State. Well, he's not in office now. Okay, how about Nicole Maliotakis? You know, they'd be nice. You have a Gentile for the state of Israel, a Republican. Well, 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 right? Remember, Justin? Well, well, that's all I got. Well, 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 well. Okay, so strike one. The first rally was not a unity rally, and then when Eric Adams was on the stage, he said, oh, Religious leaders have been contacting me in support of the state of Israel. Uh, where? Were they on the stage? Was anybody there from the archdiocese, uh, from Cardinal Dolan's office? No. Any of the Presbyterians, Methodists, Lutherans, Episcopalians? No. In fact, uh, any of the uh, black reverends? No. So it was basically just liberal and progressive Jews holding a unity rally in which they didn't even show that they were having unity with Republican or conservative Jews, never mind inviting in Gentiles. Like, God forbid you invite in the evangelicals. Uh, Justin Ellick, although you're going to have to renounce your Jewishness uh, since you're supporting the Philadelphia Eagles, 
uh, in their this decision to eject George Norcross. We're going to talk about that momentarily because he had an American and Israeli flag up in his box seats there at Lincoln Financial Field in Philly. But you say to yourself, you got a unity rally. They have a unity government in Israel where they hated one another for their own preservation. They've had to unify. The Jewish community here has not unified. We're running commercials that feature Michelle Bachman, the former congresswoman from Minnesota, presidential candidate, Mike Huckabee, former governor of Arkansas, uh, presidential candidate, strong evangelicals raising money. Evangelicals raising money on this station for the state of Israel, and yet Jewish leaders have not reached out to the evangelical leaders who can put a million boots on the ground next Saturday. None. And I've been making calls. Well, the Jewish leaders haven't invited us. The Jewish leaders don't want us. The Jewish leaders don't like our politics. Well, 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 I didn't know the litmus test for the support of the state of Israel which is fighting for its survival, is based on the politics of the supporters. So that was the first rally. Second rally, Justin, was in Times Square. Again, the UJA, the JCRC, some other front organization. And who was the keynote speaker? The Schmachtaputz, the Pischer, the Schmendrick, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, the most boring speaker imaginable. I looked at the faces of some of the people there, and after about 20 minutes of his diatribe, he gives a speech at every every time he goes to a Jewish event. Same speech. I could lip sync the words. He drove the audience away. Most people had Israeli flags up, occasionally an American flag. So all these tourists walking by in Times Square, the second unity rally, are figuring, hey, they don't want us. You know, it's Israel. I'm not, I'm not a Jew. I'm not from Israel. Most Americans are not. The optics are incredibly important. So last night, they closed down 82nd Street to about 86. That's right where I and Nancy live with all the cats. And they had about 10,000 Jews show up, all of them flying Israeli flags, some American flags. And I'm saying to myself, when are people going to learn? If you want the mass majority of Americans on your side, you got to incorporate them. For every one Israeli flag, there should be an American flag. Show the solidarity. Somebody passing by who's not Jewish, doesn't know much about the conflict, which most Americans don't, would say, oh, oh, they're on the American side. Okay, I'm for Israel. Likewise, when all the Ukrainians came out, when Putin invaded the Ukraine and they had rally after rally in Times Square, it was mostly Ukrainian flags, occasionally an American flag, but again, the optics, if you have an American flag and an Israeli flag, American flag, Israeli flag, everybody sees, oh, okay, America is on the side of Israel. Optics. And, uh, Justin, who was the keynote speaker last night at the uh, UJA JCRC replay of a unity rally on the Upper West Side? The Schmuck, the Putz, the Pisha, the Schmendrick, Chuck E. Cheese, Schumann, the most boring speaker alive. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, they had uh, Deborah Messing of uh, Will and Grace. Okay, but come on. You're being outflanked. You're being out-organized. The New Jack protesters who support the Palestinians are winning the optical competition because the day before on Monday, brilliant of them, 
And they always hide behind a Jewish organization, a stated Jewish organization. These young Jews, aggressive, all of a sudden they all got on the ferries going out to the Staten, excuse me, to the Statue of Liberty. They were all dressed normally. And then once they were at Liberty Island, they all took off their normal clothes. They had on their black shirts, which were pro-Palestinian. Uh, like many of the pro-Palestinian rallies they've attended, it says Jewish Voice for Peace. They mixed into Liberty Island. They put up their banners, their banners which said Palestinians should be free. The world is watching. And I, and they just optically have taken over because the enemies of Israel realize you put Jews in the front of the line. Jews for Palestine, Jews for justice, Jews for Hamas. You put them out there. You have some wearing a prayer shawl and the yarmulke. They took over Grand Central, that same organization, Jew, Jewish Voice for Peace. It was brilliantly done. Look, I'm an organizer. I look to see how people organize. I study the enemy. And the enemy has so totally outflanked the Jews in terms of PR. Why the hell would you wheel out Chuck Schumer twice? Why? Because the UJA and JCRC are aligned to his politics, and maybe they get money from him. I don't know, discretionary money from the government. But twice? He's a rally killer. That's why I hate to have politicians at rallies, speak at rallies. They are rally killers. You can actually see people walking away when they speak because nobody believes them. They realize that for the right price, every politician can be bought for the right price. They could be giving you the uh, pro-Hamash spiel to wake up. By the way, I noticed that you, Justin Ellick, uh, you might as well impale yourself with a menorah. You sided with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, whose uh, owner, Lori, happens to be a Jew from Boston, always wanted to buy the uh, New England Patriots, but was outbid by Kraft. Uh, sitting there, Kenny, uh, the mayor there, and they saw the George Norcross, who at one time was co-owner of the Philadelphia Inquirer, big Democratic boss in uh, southern Jersey, actually lived for quite a while at uh, Margo, uh, at the uh, Trump compound in Florida. And uh, he got ejected because he had on a small American flag and a small Israeli flag, three by five together. Shamuel Hefe, Chris Christie was in the box with him, a Cowboy fan, because they were playing the Cowboys. The Eagles beat the Cowboys. That made Justin Ellick's day. But they threw out George Norcross for flying an Israeli flag out of his box. Now, let me ask a question. If he had just flown the American flag, do you think they would have ejected him from his season box? You know the answer is no. If he had put up a banner for Black Lives Matter which has been put up many times at Lincoln Financial Field ever since the summer of George Floyd 2020. Would he have been ejected? He was ejected because he put up an Israeli flag, small, three by five, next to an American flag. What a double disgraziata. What a double shanda. You know, you, Justin Alec, Philadelphia Eagles fan, you should impale yourself with a freaking menorah. 
to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Well, well, well. Looks like Sid Rosenberg and the swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, Eric Adams, they have a lot in common. They're metrosexuals. They like to dress in fancy garb, Joseph Abood for Sid. Although uh, Eric Adams, a little too pricey for Sid, $5,000 customized suits, all silk, no cotton, not off the rack. Well, it turns out that just as Sid has a uh, growing uh, movie career, believe it or not, so does Eric Adams. Not here in the United States, not here in New York, but in Turkey. He was featured in 2017 in a romantic comedy called Fairy Tale of New York. At the time, Eric Adams was the Brooklyn Borough president, and he was playing himself. And he's being asked for favors by two Turkish guys speaking Turkish. (laughs) They asked him to add a floor to uh, their home. They needed his, uh, you know, his uh, ability to maneuver getting the permits. And they wanted a permit to open a restaurant. Just like uh, two of his uh, crooked friends, the Petrosians, who were from the Caucasoid regions and not Turks. Might as well be who are known felons who needed Eric Adams when he was Brooklyn Borough president to get them licenses, which uh, eventually he was able to do. So I want you to listen. Yes, uh, Justin Ellick, we have procured what may have been the Academy Award-winning performance uh, in Turkey in Ankara in 2017 by Eric Adams, who seems that his entire life has had involvement in the country of Turkey. You guys are from Turkey. Brooklyn loves Turkey. Brooklyn is the Istanbul of America. We love your food. We love your music. But I don't understand Turkish. We can take a selfie, though. And uh, he does understand Turkish lira. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. Although in 2017, under Erdogan, the Turkish lira, that's her former currency, was in a lot better shape than it is now. It's pretty much bottomed out. It's almost like uh, in Zimbabwe, you know, like 10 trillion uh, Turkish lira for $1. But this is Eric Adams. And now that the walls are closing in, and I heard two interviews this morning, including Sid Rosenberg, who is defending the defenseless uh, Eric Adams. Oh, he might have been set up by the Department of Justice, you know, the Attorney General, because he's turned on Biden. I heard that from Sid. I heard that from uh, Malia Takis, and I heard that from Rudy. Really? Come on. You know how many investigations have preceded this by Alvin Bragg, his best buddy, who graduated at the same time from the National Action Network of Outslim Shady Sharpton? Yeah, I, I guess he's involved in this too, right? God, they always, everything is, oh, it's all party, you know, a party, party labels, right? Like Menendez, right? Menendez, the second time, was caught with gold bars, cash hanging out of his jackets, 
uh, as an agent for Egypt, not Turkey. So in this case, we know that Eric Adams has been a foreign agent on behalf of Turkey with Bobby Menendez. It's for Egypt. Oh, no, uh, it's because he stood up to Biden that they prosecuted. Uh, would you stop that nonsense? This is about corruption. Corruption. And when he was asked about the fact that, you know, the normal uh, knee-jerk reaction is where there's smoke, there's fire. But some would say that where there's smoke, there's fire. So what do you know about the investigation? Are you at all concerned with the focus right now? Well, first of all, where there's smoke is not always fire. Hmm. I don't know of a place where if you have smoke, there's not fire. Even when we were consumed by the smoke that Eric Adams failed to warn us about that was coming down from the forest fires in Quebec and Canada and up there in Hudson Bay, we knew that was a result of fire. So that smoke will resulted from fire. But the biggest problem that Eric Adams has is, is that he is hunkered down now. His schedule is, I mean, bare bones minimum. He's not going out. He's not the mayor of nightlife any longer. For a long time, he was at the Club Zero Bond every night in downtown Manhattan. Whatever happened there, stayed there because you had to pay an enormous uh, private fee to be a club member. Uh, Non-paying members uh, were not permitted in. And then, obviously, now it's Consofrito with the crooked Jimmy Rodriguez, a felon up in the Bronx off of Westchester Avenue. He was there constantly. And now he's no longer dealing with nightlife. Because right now he is at City Hall hunkered down and they're trying to find out who the rats are. That's what they're trying to find out. Everyone that knows me, they know one thing. I hate rats. Yep. Rats. In this case, not the four-legged rats. Can I hear that one more time? Uh, It's the two-legged rats they're trying to vet out uh, amongst their confidants and their staff and the civil servants who work for the city. Everyone that knows me, they know one thing. I hate rats. Yep. And he's got two-legged rats. Most of my information that I've uh, unveiled for all of you about migrant centers, where they were being placed, uh, every, every intricate detail came from rats in the Eric Adams administration. Clearly, he thinks now that some of his closest confidants in his inner circle are, are rats to the feds, to the FBI. And we know Eric Ulrich is, and I've told everybody, the former buildings commissioner, crooked Republican city councilman in Howard Beach, crooked Queens County Republican leader, Eric Ulrich. I told everybody, don't talk to the guy. He's wired up like a Christmas tree. The feds are playing him like a yo-yo because he's trying to avoid doing time. But no, do you think Sid Rosenberg listens? Nah, I'm going to talk to Eric Ulrich. Go ahead. Go ahead, talk yourself into a jam. But anyway, he hates rats. And his only response every time I'm circling in on everything that Adam says and I'm able to prove is bogus. Any time you start out a question with the name Curtis Slewa, that in itself states that it would do a disservice to me and other New Yorkers for me to even respond that. Curtis Slewa? I mean, I mean, if you go look in a dictionary for the word buffoon and tell me what picture you come up with. A smiling buffoon, though, Eric Adams, because you've created this corruptive uh, atmosphere that you've been living with ever since you were state senator in uh, Albany. And you've uh, 
just barely avoided getting indicted in the past. But now as mayor, there's no way to avoid it. Uh, I reported here exclusively that upon your return last Thursday, when you did not have your meeting at the White House that you had been begging for for months with the tin uh, tin can in your hand, you know, we need money, we need money, more money. And you dissed the congressional delegations and the White House staff and your fellow mayors from around the country to come back. You were immediately shredding documents at City Hall, immediately shredding documents at City Hall. I don't know who your Fawn Hall was, like in 1987, for Lieutenant Colonel Ali North during Iran-Contra. But the guy decided he couldn't trust anybody. He had to start personally shredding documents. Uh, if you notice, Justin and Alec, I put the question to his very dear friend, Sid Rosenberg, who hesitated this morning. Has the mayor texted you of late? And he wouldn't answer. I said, do you even know if his regular phone is working? Or are you such a good friend now he's giving you the number to his burner phones? No answer from Sid Rosenberg. So right now he's probably trying to get the number to his burner phone saying, hey, I thought you were my friend, Eric. What happened? No, the guy doesn't trust anybody. How could he? He's got multiple investigations. You have Alvin Bragg's friend investigating corruption in City Hall. You have the FBI. You have the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District. You have the Department of Investigation. You have multiple agencies in which the walls are surrounding him every day. And uh, he can't even talk on his regular phone. Now, let's look at the city council races. He endorsed only two candidates, right? He was saying, oh, I got to help. I got to help defeat these socialists because they're not going to give me any extra money for the police. Uh, They uh, they hamstrung me. So his first endorsement with Justin Brannon, who voted to defund the police by a billion dollars. That's why you have to vote for Harry Kagan today. Justin Brannon defunded the police. So that was his first endorsement. His only other endorsement was for Keith Powers from the Upper East Side, the Democrat, another cop hater. And our candidate, you can go to WABCRadio.com. That's WABCRadio.com. We're supporting 12 candidates running for the New York City Council who are pro-cop and their adversaries are cop haters or they just uh, meze, meze, poco, poco, half and half about the cops. Our candidate is Brian Robinson in the Upper East Side, the Republican. Those are the only two candidates that Eric Adams endorsed, cop haters, Justin Brand and Keith Powers, and he has not been out campaigning for either. In fact, Justin Brannon, who is on the verge of suffering defeat against Eric Kagan, has said, right now, Eric, you would not be a help for me coming into uh, Bay Ridge or Fort Hamilton or Diker Heights or Coney Island, uh, the new district that I'm running in against Eric Kagan. I'd rather spend all my time trying to get my Palestinian supporters to the polls. It's my only chance to beat Harry Kagan. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, the mayor is mired in a severe, severe situation in which he is corrupted right down to the marrow of his bone. And I don't care if you're my friends. Nicole Maliotakis, I've heard it from Andrew Giuliani, I've heard it from Rudy. You know, this is what they do when you're in opposition to Joe Biden. They sick the Department of Justice against you. 
They have no idea of the history of Eric Adams, all the corruption he's been involved in. He should have went to jail years ago when he was the chairman of the Committee of Gambling in the State Senate when they gave out the first Racino license to Aqueduct. And he was backing up a group that was whining, dining, and pocket-lining him who eventually did not get the contract. He should have gone to jail for that. He should have gone to jail for other reasons of corruption. The guy is corrupt right down to the marrow of his bone. So if some of my fellow colleagues want to continue to believe that Joe Biden is trying to falsely uh, uh, prosecute Eric Adams or at least create the impression that he's corrupt because He has not sided with him every step of the way on open borders. Eric Adams is in favor of open borders. He said that over and over again. So stop the nonsense. Stop it, Nicole. Stop it, Rudy. Stop it, Andrew. You don't know about this investigation. You know why you don't know about it? Because, Justin and Alec, I'm involved in it. So I guess you would be saying that I'm involved with assisting Joe Biden, the Department of Justice, and the FBI and jacking up and jamming up Eric Adams. Come on now. Everything is political. No, it can never be that the FBI is actually doing its job, like against that crook, Bobby Menendez, who for the second time has been caught, the second time will go to trial, the second time has been rolling in dough that he can't explain, and he got off the hook the first time because everybody was saying, oh, he stood up to Barack Obama about Iran. Wake up. Corruption is corruption, whether it's Republicans or Democrats. If you're corrupt, you belong in the big house in chains and shackles. Not in the White House. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Well, well, well. The one group of elections that we have not focused on, shame on us. Is in New Jersey, 80 assembly seats are up and are 40 state senate seats. The reason that it's important is the issue of parental rights has come to the forefront. Today, Glenn Youngkin, who became the governor of Virginia as a Republican on the issue of parental rights, may well have engineered taking control of the legislature from the Democrats in Richmond on this issue, on this issue, parental rights. So earlier today, on with Sid in the 6 o'clock hour, Sid was moaning at the fact that he had not paid attention to Jersey races, and that is true. We don't pay enough attention to Jersey. Per capita, per person, I've said this ever since the days of Bob Grant, the king of talk radio, uh, more people listen to us in Jersey than anywhere else. I can prove that through the analytics. And we have two uh, fellow Jerseyites from across the Hudson, our news director, Noam Layden, who uh, lives in Jersey City, and uh, our uh, news person, uh, who is uh, flip out, uh, flipping. Uh, he lives in Bloomfield. Listen to Noam today talking about the state legislative races in Trenton. Remember, all 80 assembly seats are up uh, for election, as are all 40 state Senate seats. 
And in New Jersey, you have um, all the state assembly and state senate seats up for grabs. Okay, so he gave us that information. Good. We give him a gold star for that. But then after Sid moaned and groaned about the lack of coverage uh, of the race, he basically stuck the shiv right into any thought of that. They'll have party control at the end of the night unless something I don't see happens, happens. Um, so many of these races, which is amazing, are unopposed. So these candidates have already won. So basically, why bother even covering the race, right? You know, unlike in Virginia, where parental control is the key issue and helped elect Glenn Youngkin, the Republican governor, who now has a national profile because of that. Uh, and the Republicans may well take over the state legislature in Richmond on that one issue, parental rights. I want to uh, direct our Cracker Jack news team uh, to a recent guest of the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion uh, who is the spokesperson for parental rights in the schools, Nikki Stouffer. She warned Governor Murphy who has essentially told parents, pay your property taxes, support the schools, mind your business. I will make determinations about what is in the best interest of your kids, not you. Not you. So, for instance, just like in New York, New York is similar. New York City. If a kid has a headache and goes to Nurse Ratchet, the nurse's office, the nurse by by Board of Education rules must contact either the father, the mother, the guardian and get permission to give the kid a St. Joseph baby aspirin. But if the kid uh, is convinced by God only knows who that maybe they're not really the gender they were born to be, uh, they could get hormonal blockers. They can go through... Uh, Transition uh, surgery without ever getting the permission of the family, without the parents ever being notified. Nope. Governor Murphy says it's none of your damn business. I call the shots. I'm in control of your kids. Pay your freaking property taxes in Jersey that support your public school systems. This is what Nikki Stouffer said to Governor Murphy and to parents throughout New Jersey. You so, tell him that he's a coward and he is attacking <laughs> parents in New Jersey. And we absolutely hate his guts. And in November, we're going to get all of the legislators who supports him out of office because he has actively waged a war on the parents of New Jersey. And that is so true. You see how New York centric we are here at WABC. We forget that a large portion of our listeners, although they may not have been born and raised in New Jersey, they may have moved to New Jersey on New Jersey based. And this is critical issue. Now, how do I know that coming from New York? Because I've been in Franklin Lakes, which is a Republican hotbed area. I was there with Citarelli, who will be running for governor again. I'll be supporting him as a Republican candidate and a whole bunch of Republican candidates running for the Assembly and State Senate. I was there to support them on the issue of parental rights. I've been at a rally in Clifton over that, right there in the Brownstone, right on the border of Patterson and Clifton. And uh, part of that rally was about the importance of parental rights superseding Governor Murphy, who decides he's omnipotent, pretentious, and he'll determine what's best for the children, not the parents. And so I'm, I'm well familiar with how important an issue it is 
So even though we haven't uh, given it the kind of coverage it deserves, and I'll take some of the responsibility for that because as part of the team here at WABC, I've spent a lot of time campaigning in New Jersey for Republicans on the parental rights issue. Your assembly seats, state senate seats, all of them are up on the dockets today. Vote for the Republicans if you want to vote for parental rights. You vote for the Democrats, you're voting for Murphy to control what gets done to your kids. Oofa. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.